Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 194. And coming up on this one, the Leafs have won seven straight. First time they've done that in 20 years. Impressive, impressive 4-3 win over Colorado to wrap up their best road trip in years. Bertuzzi gets a hat trick on his birthday. Domi gets a 400 career point. Samsonov looked very strong in net. And an update on Joseph Wall. And we got one segment tonight. Been a while since we've done this one. Wet puck or dry stick? All this and more on 194 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. You get a hat trick. 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 Tyler Bertuzzi says, let me get in on the hat trick action. First leap ever to bury three goals on his birthday. The Toronto Maple Leafs just keep on rolling their longest winning streak, like you just said, in 20 years. Let's hit the intro. everybody welcome to the tip in maple Leafs podcast i'm chad i'm dale don't forget follow us on social media at the tip in maple Leafs podcast facebook instagram youtube tip in podcast on tiktok tip in pod on twitter email us tip in podcast at gmail.com all right dale how do you want to do this how you feeling are you feeling good <laughs> feeling a little rough you kidding no i'm feeling fine man like i'm feeling like i don't know i'm still a little taken back by what we're what we're watching here and let's not go okay look like let's not go crazy here but not an easy win against Colorado last night they did not look great at times but they win it in regulation Bertuzzi gets a hat trick so still a lot of good things things they keep the the point streak or the win streak going seven straight games they just banked 14 straight points wow eight and two in their last 10 games I mean just there's just so many things to like, man. I don't know. Do you want to touch on a couple things quickly and then we'll kind of get into Bertuzzi and a couple other things? Like what just what are your initial thoughts here? The the train just keeps on rolling. Yeah. I mean, it's all positive. It's, it's all, all positive. positive. It's all positive. Everything is just looking good. They're getting the breaks, they're playing great hockey, they're getting the wins, they're putting the points in the bank. All the things like Samsonoff's in the net. And he looks like Samsonov from last year. You have Joseph Wall is coming back, played amazing. We're going to get to it later, but he played amazing down with the Marlies. All four lines are rolling. The defense looks good. I, I don't know. I am not used to this. No. I'm not God, used to no. on this podcast with no. this much positivity. No, no, never. It's just not know. a thing because they don't, they, they can't consistently play like this. And like I said, not exactly their best game in Colorado but it's the end of the it was the end of the road trip they had played so well and Colorado's a great team Colorado's a great team and you know the Leafs didn't look their best like I think they only had two shots in the third period but yeah at the end of the day they come out of there with a 4-3 regulation win it's an it's impressive man there's just no other way to, to look at it but so a big 4-3 win over one of the best teams in the league the Colorado Avalanche just like I said last podcast, what an absolutely incredible stretch of hockey that this team is on. 
and again, like not easy. They were down to nothing in that game against Colorado and they fought back and they fought back and made it interesting. And I don't love the two shots in the third period, but some timely goals on the power play. And there you go, man, like seven wins in a row. Like you said off the top longest winning streak in over 20 years. That's a pretty crazy stat, right? Like it's only set. I know seven games is a lot. I, I understand that, but it's not like 10 plus, right? Like, you're, are you not a little surprised that they haven't had through the Matthews, Marner, Tavares, Nylander years? This team hasn't won seven games in a row. It's yeah. a little surprising, is it not? Yeah, I. that's exactly what I thought when, when I heard that stat. I was like, what? I mean, just they've had 115 point seasons. They, like they've been over 100 points like every year with this group. Yeah. And yeah. you think in that time you'd have seven games. It doesn't seem like seven's that many. No, I, I know, but it is, Seriously. though. It is, but it is. But when you have a 115 point season, you think somewhere along the line you must have had like a 10 game winning streak. Dude, in this league, the parody and all that, like it's hard to win two, three, four in a row, right? Like it just is. Yeah. There's no nights off. There's no easy nights here. There's just, it doesn't matter who you're playing. So it just makes it more impressive. So anyway. They haven't lost, Chad. The last game they lost was, do you know, off the top of your head? I know, I have it right here. I'm just asking if you know off the top of your head. Think about it. The last game they lost was? Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. Because the, the, the they, they didn't lose a game with Morgan Riley out of the lineup. No, I know. So that's when Riley took the suspension. And I, it's like, like, is that the turnaround point? That we're going to look back here and be like, they shit the bed in Ottawa. But Riley sticks up for his team, takes the suspension, and they haven't looked back since. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll look back at this whole thing and be like, that was it. That was the night where they decided to get their fucking shit together. Like, who knows? Yeah. It looks that way right now. It really does. But a lot of things. But obviously, we got to go to Bertuzzi, man. So he gets a hat trick on his birthday, playing on the top power play. So still no Tavares on the top power play. And... All of a sudden, the puck's starting to go in the net here for Bertuzzi. What are your thoughts? It was a long time coming. That's what my thoughts are. Man. You know, he's had his chances during that drought. He had lots of chances. He, oh. he was due for a night like this. He really was. And yeah, there's not much you can really say. He just, he's been doing that all season. He's kind of been getting in the right spot, but he's been hitting posts or shooting it at the goalie, and he was putting it in the net last night. But a lot, a lot of those goals were in the right place at the right time, which is yep. good. Like hockey IQ to be in the right spots. But you know, Marner setting them up and like guys setting them up right where he's just he's he's just tapping them, just tapping them home, just tapping yeah. them in. And last year in the playoffs for Boston, he did that. Like that's what he did. He was he's great still, on their power play. Was, yeah, it, but he cleaned up the garbage in front of the net. He did. So I, he should be there. He he looked good. And There's usually, a, it's usually, crazy. I was just going to say, usually Tavares, like he's taken Tavares' spot on that power play. Usually yep. Tavares can do that, but now it looks like, how do you not run with Bertuzzi on it? Like you kind of have to, right? Oh yeah, you have to run. Everything's working right now. Your power play is, yeah. it's it's looking good. Your penalty kill's looking good. You have to run with everything that you're doing. You said it last podcast. You just keep rolling with this until it really falls off because it's working so well right now. And I so feel bad for JT. I do too, but like bumped off the second line, down on the third line, bumped off PP one. But like I said last podcast too, like, do you think he really cares as long as the team keeps chugging, keeps winning? Do you think he really cares? 
No, but I mean, there's got to be a sense of pride in there somewhere, right? You, he'll you're, get, you're the captain. You're making eleven million dollars, and I think he'll get a chance to to be back there eventually. Yeah, but just for right now, you can't do it. You just cannot no. do it. Like no, it's not working. the way it's working. Like let ride with Bertuzzi, and you know, I think. He, like even with the hat trick last night, Chad, I think he's only got 10 goals on the season, which is absolutely crazy, crazy number that, yeah. he, that he hasn't buried more than 10 goals. But anyway, man, just it's great to see. And hopefully that is a start of something. To, he's got to be feeling a lot better about his game now. Like coming off a hat trick, he's going to the dirty areas. So hopefully he can build on this because wouldn't it be nice now Domi ends up getting his 400th career point last night as well. So, and he's looked a hell of a lot better as of late. So, I know we're talking the power play there and what, what have you, the first power play unit, but I'll take it to the second line too with Domi, Bertuzzi, and Nylander. Like, I don't know, man. Like, just wouldn't it be nice if, like, finally here we are coming to like the last quarter mark of the season and if Bertuzzi and Domi, who have been disappointments throughout the first you know, three quarters of the season. If these guys can finally start putting it together and really helping this team at the right time, like just wouldn't that be exactly what the doctor ordered here or what? Yeah, uh, they were. This is why they were brought in. This was all the talk in the summer. Like they weren't brought in. They were brought in for crunch time. Yeah. So the trade deadline is going to come in just a couple weeks. And after that, it's yeah. basically crunch right until the playoffs. So if they start getting it going now, that's what you brought them in for. That's what the and that we we've said this all year. If Bertuzzi and Domi show up at this time of year and in the playoffs, no one will give a shit how many points they had in the regular season or what they did. If they just perform this time of year and in the playoffs, and it's looking like they're that's what they're doing. Yeah. So, anything more on Bertuzzi? No. Just he he looked dynamite. Can you can you think of the last time? Like you think about how many hat tricks, matrix or matrix. That's it. There you go, Austin Matrix. There you go. Just didn't even mean to say it, but it, it makes total sense. You think about how many hat tricks Matthews has had this season, and other guys throwing in hat tricks now. McMahon, Bertuzzi. Can you recall? Like I can recall going full seasons where we wouldn't see one. <laughs> like I know now everybody one. everybody's now just like, getting them. Like fucking Oprah Winfrey, man. You get a hat trick. You get a hat yeah, trick. Yeah, look you under your seat. There's a hat trick on there. Hat, like hat tricks forever. I wouldn't be surprised if JT comes home on Tuesday night and he fires in a hat trick. Like, don't yeah. forget about me here, boys. You never know, right? You don't. Like, anyway, it's crazy. It's great to see. And yeah, hopefully they keep chugging. They'll be back home on Tuesday to play Vegas and then Arizona, three game homestand, Vegas, Arizona, and the New York Rangers. So, should be interesting. No easy games, like I said, but hopefully they can keep rolling. Well, yeah, we'll but see. I didn't think I thought this road trip was going to be difficult. It, it, it was a difficult road trip, but they yeah. made it look easy. Well, they yeah, they got all the points. Like normally they don't play good against Arizona. You go into Vegas. Vegas has got to be one of the toughest places to play on the road oh, for 100%. all the reasons that we know. And then you go into Colorado, one of the best teams at the end of your road trip. So, yeah, they have a tough schedule. They have a tough schedule from now until the end of the season. But you keep playing like this, you are going to win the majority of the games. And it is not out of the question to chase second in the division or maybe even top in the division. I With, with the game, multiple games left against the Panthers slash Cougars, multiple games left against the Bruins, I think the division is still open. The way 
It would not be if they went just like 500 here, but because they're just winning every night, it's still a possibility, man. And very impressive as well is like, no, I thought that game last night had overtime written all over it. No overtime wins here. Throughout the seven game win streak, I'm pretty sure every win was in regulation, which was great because how many times earlier in this season was it? It seemed like almost every other night, overtime, overtime, overtime. And and we talked about that at the start of the year. That was the reason why we were always like, yeah, you know, they're they're in a playoff spot, but we didn't really believe that they would do any damage in the playoffs because they were blowing leads and and going to overtime, or they were giving up huge leads and then crawling back into the game. But this has been convincing win, convincing win, convincing win. Oh, big time! It just feels different when you're it watching really, them. It really does, man. So. Lastly, here before maybe we go to the segment, unless you got anything else, I got a couple things towards the end after the segment. But yeah, Samsonov, you touched on him briefly. I mean, dude, look at we, we got to take a couple minutes on Samsonov here. Look how far this guy has come. Like, like seriously, look at this. This guy was a loss away from he being. Far. He, he was a loss of way, a loss away from being buried, completely buried. Robodov. He was on was, waivers, on, man. On waivers. No one claimed the guy down to the Marlies. Didn't play. We were all like, when they called him back up, we're like, what are they doing? Are they going to put this guy back in the net? Yeah. He slowly but surely has found it. And he was an absolute key reason for me. He's been great as of late, but specifically last night in that Colorado game, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Want to take a minute on Samson off because I, th- I don't think they win that game without him. I really don't. No, that third period, it was big saves. It was huge saves. And even the the play at the very end of the game where John Tavares had the wide open net and didn't put it in the wide open net. That was the, the, puck, the puck just skipped. I know, but he yeah. could have shot from the red line, the blue yeah. line, the top of the circle. He waited so long and the puck jumped off his stick. At the when that happened, I think everyone's like, here we go. Here we go. Colorado's coming back. But Sam they, just, they, they did almost come down and score. But exactly. But he made a routine, nice save, held on to the puck. And again, yep. that's what you ask at a Samson. He looks a lot like last year. He does he not? Like last year, he just gave you solid goaltending. And then every once in a while, he would stand on his head and steal you a game. And it's insane to think that just two months ago, we were doing this podcast being like, what do you do with this guy? Oh. Like, do you trade him? Do you put him on rope? I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe. believe it. I can't I believe if this, you put this guy on waivers today, half the league would be lining up oh. to take him off waivers. With, and he was without, on waivers before Christmas and not one team wanted him. Like I thought there was a time there like where I thought like, you can't put this guy back in the net. There's no way, but no. they did. And he has come around significantly and it's just, Hey man, good for him. Good for his mental health. Cause I like, you know, that guy, he seems to wear it. He wears it. Like if it's not going good, he yeah. wears it. But now smiling Sammy's back in the picture. He's winning games and just his goal. I think they were, I think I forget the two guys ahead of him, but he's top three since he's returned to game action or whatever, or since I don't think it's the all-star break, but maybe it was, I don't know, since let, let's just say since the all-star break, he's got the third best goals against average in the league. So he's, he's doing it, man. <laughs> he's getting it done, getting it done. So it's great to see anything else on, on anything before we go to wet puck or dry stick. No, let's go to the segment. Cause we'll Ooh. probably touch on a bunch of things in the segment. Well, hang on. I do want to say one thing here because yep. things have just been going so well. I think it's time for a little celebration here. We haven't heard from Belfour in a while. I oh, think yeah. maybe this 
if any time calls for it, I think this is it here. I think we got to yeah. get a little listen to Belfour Spirits. The boys deserve to have a little bit of, you know, taste test with Eddie Belfour and Belfour Spirits. Let's bust it out. Let's hear from Bel- Eddie Belfour. Hi, Ed Belfour here. Belfour Spirits. Making some of the best whiskey in the world. Uh, we've been at this for uh, five years, going on six years. And this is family operated. We go to work every day. We work on every aspect of this business. We take great pride, you know, at watching people drink our whiskey and and that big smile on their face. They're like, wow, this is really, really good. That's what's so awesome is when you see those people loving your whiskey. And it's like when I play the game and at the end of the game, you know, they're chanting my name. We just want to make really great tasting whiskey. And that's, that's our goal. And you know, as it ages, it's only going to get better. We're very proud of that. Buy a bottle and I'll sign it for you. Buy two, I'll help you drink the second one. Have a great day. He ain't getting on that. No, nope, he's not. He ain't getting me and Dale. We bought a bottle and then we bought two and he showed up. <laughs> he drank not, not only did he help us drink the second one, he drank the first one leather jacket and all yeah it was great man so great to hear from eddie Belfour, our boy haven't heard from him in a while but i think if any time called for it it was tonight i mean seven straight wins come on celebration little celebration here longest out. Win- Belfour spirits busted yes. out longest winning streak in in over 20 years it's crazy man so all good things here but let's go right to it man throw it to it we'll go right to the seggy right here all right everybody it's time for wet puck or dry stick All right, so if you're not aware how this works, how this works is me and Dale are going to ask each other some questions, and you have to answer the question if that's a wet puck or a dry stick. A wet puck, that's a good thing. That Like that, you want the wet puck. Dry yeah. stick, not so good. No. That is a, a no-no. No one likes a dry stick, Chad. No one no. likes a dry stick. Last time I checked. So the wetter, the better, folks. So here we go. You fought, how, how many you got here? I got like maybe three. Maybe potentially four. How many you got? I got three. Okay. Why don't you start us off? All right. Dale, wet puck or dry stick? A couple months ago, we had a little debate on this podcast. And Dale was like, we were talking about William Nylander and Mitch Marner. And you said that, you know, you were high that William Nylander would, was the second best forward on the team and would finish ahead of Mitch Marner with points. Because at that time, Nylander was just on a tear. Well, with 12 points in his last five games, Mitch Marner is now just five points back, five or six points back of William Nylander for the team leading points. Yep. Wet puck or dry stick, William Nylander will still be ahead of Mitch Marner at the end of the season. I had the exact same question. My, I had the exact same question. It, right. literally, literally to a T, I was going to ask you, Mitch Marner. Well, Mitch has been on such a tear. I was going to ask you, Mitch Marner will lead the team in scoring by the end of the regular season. Yeah. We have for dry sticks. So here we go. We'll both answer. Yeah, we'll, we'll do both right now. So Nylander has 78 points currently as we speak. Matthews, 77. So that he's first, sorry, first in the league in scoring. Nylander was 78. First Matthews, on the team. 
on the team. Sorry, Nylander first on the team and scoring with 78 points. Matthew second on the team with 77. Marner was 72. So the question, it, what was your question again? My question is, do you Neil- like wet Parker dry stick? Because you said William Nylander yeah. would finish ahead of Mitch Marner with points. You yeah. said that a couple months ago. Yeah. Wet Parker dry stick. William Neil- like you still think that William Nylander will finish ahead of Mitch Marner. Dry stick. Oh, dry stick. Nope. I a believe. couple months ago, you were wet on this. Yeah, well, now you've gone dry. You know, you know who, you know who else was wet a couple months ago? William Nylander, very wet. Very. That's wet. true. That is very true. And he's damp. He's damp right now. He's not as wet as he was, but he's still damp. So think, con- considering he's still leading the team with seventy-eight points, how good he was in the first half. Oh, of the season. and unreal. it's it's possible. It's possible that he does, but no, I'm a dry stick here on this. I do not believe Nylander will lead the team in scoring by the end of the season i believe it will be mitch marner mitch marner i think surpasses austin and nylander and he will it'll be mitch and not not really so i'm a dry stick on that what do you think yeah i'm a i'm a wet puck on mitch marner your question to me was will mitch marner yes be at the top Same of the question just a slight twist a slight yeah, twist. slight twist yeah we don't go over these these are surprise questions we don't talk about these before we just so sometimes this happens where we have similar questions yeah. but yeah i am a wet puck because like 12 so, points so in your marner, last you five so, games yeah marner. marner yeah i think i mean matthews could but the way marner puts up assists is ridiculous yeah 100 you know okay quick quick follow-up on that yeah Will Mitch finally get to a hundred points for the first Ooh. time in his NHL career? Wet puck or dry stick? Currently All right, so at seventy-two. They have they've played fifty-seven games, which means they have twenty-five games left. Quarter of the season, just about. And he needs twenty-eight points. Now he has twelve in his last five. I mean, it's to me, it's so. I you know what? I'll go. I'll go wet puck. He's dude, he's been sniffing around it. He's been sniffing around the hundred point mark for it seems like every season for the last yep. several. Just hasn't quite got there. And he's playing on a line with the best goal scorer in the league. Uh, exactly. Who's on point to or on pace to crazy numbers. So yeah, I'm a wet puck too. I think for the first time, Nylander and or sorry, Marner in his career will hit the hundred point mark. Like, you know, the way the team's playing and the way he's putting up points, I see no reason why. That wouldn't happen. So, okay. I'll go to a little Austin Matthews question here, Chad. I didn't know Ooh. if you had one or not. Pretty simple stuff, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Just real simple. Wet puck or dry stick. Austin Matthews will score 70 plus goals this season. Wet puck or dry stick. 70 plus. Not 65, not 69. Although. If you get 69, that's the wettest puck you can have. Would not have a problem with that, but it. The question is seventy plus for thirty fours mustache wet puck or dry stick seventy oh, plus seventy plus. You know what, man? I'm going wet puck. I'm going wet puck because I see that mustache roaming around the ice. I've been watching that mustache since September of this year, and there is nothing that tells me he ain't blowing past seventy goals. Dude, he's only 18 goals away from it. We still have all of March and half of April to go. This yep. is a wet puck, folks. <laughs> and we said it last this podcast, okay. Oprah, Oprah's got some hat tricks in the bag for Austin. Oh, At least God. one more. At least. 
he's only 18 goals away. Like there's come on, like he's going 70 plus yeah. he's going 70 plus. So two wet pucks there. All right, Chad, go ahead. Fire up another one. All right. Wet puck or dry stick. Dale, your boy. You've loved him since the preseason. Simone Benoit. <laughs> I swear to God, I have the same question. I have the same question. It might not be. It might not. Maybe be, we should start going over these. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> it's a fun game. If the with Geo coming back, and if the Leafs make a move, which they probably will for a depth defenseman, like Legacy will come out when Geo comes back. Yeah. Is Simone Benoit coming out of the lineup? Or the Leafs, wet puck or dry stick. Oh, so that okay. Well, I'll throw my. Like if, if they let's say they go get Labushkin, like they make a trade for defenseman. I think they're going to make a trade for a defenseman. Yeah, just a depth guy. Is Benoit the guy, or has he played himself into the lineup? Okay, so like, do you think he's coming out, wet puck or dry stick? Let me say what I had, and then we'll both answer. Okay, because okay, it's very yeah. similar, but I I would just went a little further than that. Some our boy. My boy, Simone my boy, Benoit. Simone Benoit will be in the top six on the blue line to start the playoffs. So just a slight twist there. So is he coming out? Yeah. Dry stick. Is he in, for me? It's a dry stick. Is he in the top six to start the playoffs? Wet puck. Wet puck. What are your answers on those two questions? Oh, is he I'm coming not, out I'm... of the lineup or is he in the top six to start the two slightly different variations? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going, I'm going dry stick. The, the ain't coming out of the lineup and no. wet puck. If he keeps playing like this, wet puck, he's going to stay in yeah. the lineup. Although I will ask you this no wet puck or dry stick, but just who does come out? Honestly, like Legison's going to come out, but uh, he, here's as, as of right now, here's what I think that they probably you will think do. Geo? Yes. I think they find someone to play with Morgan Riley in a trade. And I think Gio becomes the depth guy. And I have no problem with that. He's a 40-year-old yeah. guy. You can't be pushed. Will will he play in the playoffs? Yes, he will. For sure. But to start the playoffs, I think he's the odd guy looking looking okay. in or looking out or whatever. That's just my opinion. Like, I mean, I like Gio, but father time, right? Like, you can't, you know, like, yeah. I, I just, he, he doesn't bring what he once did. So in a limited role, I wouldn't mind Gio in there, but... You know, I could well, see. I'll tell you this: I'm I'm Geo's age. I'm a little older than Geo, and I played hockey yesterday on the pond, and I'm feeling it today. So, dude, that's just it, how it goes. Yeah, like, could it potentially be Lilligren too? Possibly, but maybe if, if Lilligren and Brody, if they if she, if, if Keith decides to keep those two together, some Benoit and McCabe, I'm not touching, and then you find someone to p- play with Riley, and then you just whatever, kind of shuffle the deck there. I don't know. Like, and then whatever, maybe Benoit does have a bad game and Gio gets in, who knows, like, or Lilligren, right. whatever, but to start. But you're saying, like, dry stick, he's not the first guy on the list to come out of the lineup. No, not, not for he me. He is written on the on the game sheet for game one of the playoffs. I think so. That's what okay. I personally think. Do you, and do, and you agree? Yeah, I agree, man. Let us like, know. We, it, looking at the way the team's playing now, I'm not really changing anything. And and yeah, same here. It, like Geo's coming back, Yarncroc's coming back soon. 
and and ben, and ben I, I know they're probably going to add someone to play with riley but ben was the one guy back there that gives you something different he gives you some, like he's not a fucking animal but he's not a pussy either he's no. not afraid to lay a hit or take a hit or, or get in a scrap or like even if he's gonna get dummied he'll still fight yeah. anyway that's what he i love about him i know he doesn't care so like yeah. he just brings you something he's, got a, that, he's a character guy he he big time is man like he just brings you something that they don't have and that's why for me i keep him in there like he's not he's not making terrible plays like he's he kind of keeps it simple which is all you really need to do so i i, I have him in let us know yeah. if you're watching on youtube guys let us know in the comments down below what you think of how benoit has played and if you want him in the lineup going forward when if they trade for a defenseman when geo comes back or to start the playoffs would love to get your thoughts on that i'm out of questions do you got one more I have one more. Fire it away for you. And I just kind of mentioned the guy. Wet puck or dry stick, Dale. Kelly Arncroft comes back off of injury. And Keith says, sorry, bud. There's no room right now. Or does he, you know, take out a Bobby McMahon? No, not a take, Bobby McMahon. Take out Ryan. Well, Ryan Reeves would probably be the guy to come out. Maybe Depending Holberg. On- I, I think, or the, does he say, "Sorry, Callie, like until this thing, until the wheels fall off, I don't have a spot for you right now." Yeah, I, I'm not. For me, dry stick. No, when I, I don't know how far away he is. Do you like how serious was he? Like, is he did, well? Like they've been making roster moves, which kind of signals that they're making room for him to come back. Like it's been almost what a month. So it's he been has a while. He has a broken knuckle or a bruised knuckle. I don't know something like that. So it's. You know, that injury is probably a month, six weeks, maybe. But eventually he's coming back. Okay. And if the so, team's playing like this, where, where, no, wet pop or no, dry stick? Does he, does he have a spot? No, there's no room. There's no room for me right now. I don't think. But is if, if things keep going like this, no, not right away. But they dip a bit or somebody like there's obviously room for him. Somebody gets injured or something happens. For sure. Him, but he's, for me, but, he's got to wait. He's got to wait. He's Before this injury, he was a prominent guy in your lineup. Yeah. No, like he, could, he, he gets paid like a top nine forward on this team. Yeah. But it's the a dry, way they're playing. Yeah. It's, I'm a, a, it's a dry stick. For it's me. a dry stick. Not, not right away. Stick. Not right away. Like not if this can, if the lines continue to look good. Like if to, the only, like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe they put, they take Robertson out and they put him on the third line with McMahon and Tavares potentially. Like I'm trying to see like, you like, do you want him on the fourth line? Like, I, I don't know. Camp, I, I like the fourth line. I thought they had another good game last night. Like, Camp and Holmberg and and Reeves. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, liking what I'm seeing here. Callie Arncroft, he can play, like, he can play a little bit of center, which does help his case. But more than likely, he would be put on the wing. And he has 10 goals, 9 assists, 19 points in 46 games. Dick Robertson has 8 goals, 11 assists, 19 points in 39 games. Yeah. Okay. So like, again, so my final thoughts on yarn crock are I'm not putting him in immediately. If this thing continues to look like how it's been looking, but he does kill penalties too. I think that they can, they will find a spot for him eventually here. One, like, you know, they lose two in a row, they lose three in a row. Someone will come out. They will put him in. Yeah. Do do not think that probably is the most likely scenario. Yeah. I think he, he will find his way back in, I think eventually, but as of right now, no, he's got to wait. He's got to wait. Yeah. And he wasn't, he, that was a Dubas signing, right? The four year deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like tree living is like, well, I signed him. So you got to get him in the lineup. No, it's not his guy. No. 
he he tree living lost him from he traded for him when he was in calgary and then he was a ufa and do him in toronto so oh, right that's right yep anyway yeah man so okay we'll close the books on wet puck or dry stick it's been a while since we've yeah. done that we'll fire it up uh, maybe we'll have to talk to each other before yeah. so we don't every, step every, on each like almost every single one was the same there which is it but that's fine that's fine it doesn't matter we both answer the questions anyway so it doesn't matter it's that's just fun to say wet puck and dry stick a whole oh, bunch of exactly times. exactly play along at home folks no problem yeah no problem you know what um, remi- wet puck reminds me of have you ever seen the snl you know the snl skit soak the cork oh Cork soakers. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's what Webpock reminds me of. Because when you're saying it, you you kind of have to watch what you're saying. Oh man. But the cork soakers. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands. Can you imagine? I soak his cork while he soak my cork. (laughs) Janet Jackson's in that sketch too. And they're they're asking questions. They're like, is it just all the males in your family that likes to soak corks? Or, oh, or no. do you have... <laughs> Some of the females make a great to cork. He's like, soakers. no, my whole my whole family cork soakers. <laughs> Chris Barnell's dressed and he's like kind of feminine. And, oh, yeah. and yeah. he's like, you know, I always thought I would be a good cork soaker. And he's like, when you walked in, I thought that you'd be yeah. a good cork yeah. soaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, sketch. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, guys, and you're... Like go to YouTube and Google or and type in Saturday SNL Live cork, 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 soakers. cork soakers. It is one of the funniest, funniest sketches yeah. I've ever seen. It is so That's good. Great. But anyway, yeah, man. Okay. A couple quick things. We'll get out of here. So Joseph Wall did return to yep. game action on Friday night for the Toronto Marlies. Ooh. They played the Laval Rockets and he got peppered in his debut. He got basically no <laughs> help, no help, not but, at all. Uh, but he made 36 of 37 saves. So yeah. and, and like then, big safe. Oh, big safe. He looked like he hadn't I know it's the AHL, whatever, but he was getting peppered in there. Like the traffic around here. I was watching highlights. I it didn't was insane. Fun, but he was guys running him over left and right. Got first game back from a since November from a high ankle sprain. And he's getting run over. Like no, like no help. No help. Like they're crazy. The defense would non-existent around him in that game. He looked but, good, and, and that'll yeah. that'll give us a lot to talk about in, oh, in yeah. upcoming podcasts when he finally gets back to the NHL. What's going to happen with Martin Jones if he he's going to get a start, and if he looks amazing, and Samsonov's playing well, that's a good problem to have. But who's oh, going to get who's going to get the ball? Time. So thirty six of thirty seven saves for Joseph Wall in his first game back with the Marlies. Will he play? Another game with the Marlies, I'm not 100% sure. Will he potentially get back up and maybe get one of the starts? Potentially Arizona on Thursday night should be interesting. No timeline, no definitive timeline on when he will get back into game action for the least. But there's no reason. No, but it's on the horizon because it's he's on the horizon, there. but like, it's coming. It's coming. But you can push off making the decision on the roster spot. Yeah, as well as you can kind of let Samson off run for a while because for sure for his confidence, just keep yep. building his confidence up and up. Fair enough, fair enough. But I'd like to see like Waller get going too here because I think you're going to need them both potentially, and Absolutely. maybe jo- and maybe Jones too. Like they, how many goalies did Vegas use last year? Three or four to win the cup, oh, yeah. right? So you might need all three of these guys involved for a deep run in the spring, and that's what we're hoping for here. Last thing I got, Chad, to wrap this puppy up on. Yeah, maybe. Leafs prospect Easton Cowan absolutely Ooh. tearing up 
the Ontario Hockey League. He is on a 26-game point streak with the for the London Knights, and that is the longest point streak in London Knights history. Leafs prospect Easton Count. Wow. Think about some Think of the players. All the players That's that have played for the London Corey, Knights. Corey Perry, Tavares, Kadri, Patrick Kane. Like I know I'm missing a bunch of guys, but Mitch. It's the it's the Mitch Domi. Like it's a who's who of like the NHL runs through London big time. Yeah. So very impressive 26 game point streak. This kid just looks like a gamer. Can't wait to see him in the OHL playoffs. But I'm telling you right now, there's some things I would put in play at the deadline, depending on what's available. For me, he's not one of them. I'm yeah. sorry. He's off the table. He's tree living. I hear you. He's tree living's first draft pick. I highly doubt he wants to trade him. And to me, I look at this kid. It's like he's a gamer. I'm not dealing him. What do you what do you think? No, God, no. No. Would I deal him? No, no. I, I honestly, I wouldn't even give up the first round pick. If I'm doing anything, maybe a third, maybe a fourth round pick. Yeah, maybe a guy sense. that you know, throw in a guy that you don't think is ever going to play on your team anyway. Yep. yep. But I'm not like we said at last podcast. Look at the way this team's playing. Why make a move? Like yep. just take a chance with the guys you have. Like, are you you could go out and get someone? Is it going to be any better than Bobby McMahon? We don't know. Is it going to fuck with the chemistry? We don't know. So yeah, Easton Cowan, no way. Yeah, just no wanted way. to go out on that because that, I didn't that, know that. Longest so, London Knights history. 26 game point streak, longest point streak in but like London you said, Knights history. So many amazing. I know. That's players. why I wanted to bring it up because I don't know what crazy. the number is, but they have got to they've got to have like so many players who have won OHL scoring titles. Oh. Which yeah, is so I to have know. that record of longest streak in, in franchise history for that team is crazy. It is crazy. crazy. Yep. That's All right. Anything else? No, nope, that's it, bro. All right. Well, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget again, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Tip in Podcast, TikTok, Tip in Podcast, or Tip in Pod, Twitter. Email us, Tip in Podcast at gmail.com. Wherever you get the audio version of this podcast, if you can, leave us a five star review and a comment because it really helps us out. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. We will. Hey, man. Vegas coming in. On Tuesday night, let's see if the Leafs can keep this thing going. Hopefully they can. Man, so impressive all around. Vegas is a, they lost to Ottawa. They did. They're a little bang in a shootout, though. In a shootout. They're a little that bang scares up. me a little bit because one of these yeah. games, they're just going to break out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens on Tuesday night. We'll be back to break it all down. Should be interesting. Hopefully the Leafs can just keep things rolling thanks for watching on youtube guys thanks for listening on the audio side like and subscribe on youtube like this video subscribe to the youtube channel it really helps us out go leafs go and we'll catch you later